0: This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Edinburgh Fringe 2012. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Jeffrey, that his strange secret should be that he loves rabbits, that a climactic final scene should take place in Edinburgh Zoo, that the whole play should be sponsored by the production of German Children, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was... The Mystery of the Fourth Elephant. Going live in five, four, three.
1: Geoffrey, Geoffrey, how are you getting on up there? Have you have you finished painting that piece of iron?
2: Uh, 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 not quite, no. I, I, it's terribly high up here. I, I, I really am I, struggling to, to reach the last bit. <laughs>
1: oh, come on, Geoffrey. If we're to finish painting this whole fourth rail bridge, you'll need to do... Quicker than that, my boy!
2: Oh please, uh, let me down! I, I, I didn't tell anyone this little job description, but I I've, I've got terrible vertigo. Oh.
1: I, I'm afraid I can't hear the word vertigo if it's said by somebody who's up high and employed to do a job by me.
2: Oh, uh, that's dreadfully unfair! Look, look! I, oh, look at my face! It's turned a, in the terrible fright. It's turned a terrible shade of vertigo. It clashes with the with the sunset, which is also a, a slight mauve azure. I'm
1: pretty sure vertigo's not a colour, there, Geoffrey. It certainly
2: is. Oh no, that's indigo. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah.
1: yeah the, right. The 8th color of the rainbow, yes, vertigo. Yes. Vertigo. Because if you go up that high as a rainbow, you're bound to get scared of heights. Yes, yes. Oh, yes.
3: Mr. Musclewhite, everybody knows that vertigo is the 8th color of the rainbow. Richard of York gave battle in vain, vainly. That's how it goes.
1: Yes. <laughs> no. Anyway, Geoffrey. Yes. Come on, don't wipe your hands on your dungarees. Uh, You've got a job to do.
3: Mr. Musselwhite, I, I'm wondering if maybe we should have employed more than one man to be painting oh, the fourth no, rail don't bridge.
1: That's ridiculous. He's got two hands.
3: I mean, people will start saying that it never gets finished.
1: No, don't be daft, <laughs> And we Frankie. don't want
3: that sort of press associated with this fine, fine bridge. Don't,
1: don't worry. I believe in Geoffrey. He told me he could paint this bridge, I said I'd pay him. That's how deals are done.
2: Yes, we did, but... Oh, careful, Geoffrey! Oh, no. Oh, dear. Here comes another one. Oh, dear. I've got to get down quickly. Shall I jump? Shall I jump off the bridge? Into the
1: water! That's oh, the only way! Goodness! Here we go!
4: Oh,
3: it was... God, the train still broke. It certainly did.
2: Isn't it marvellous how he jumped all the way off the bridge without making a splash? Well, they say that the impact of uh, jumping off a bridge so high is rather like he- like hitting metal on impact. Do 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 they say that? I've never heard them say it, but <laughs> they no do. doubt some of them do.
1: Geoffrey, <laughs> catch hold of this boy. We'll pull you up again. I'm uh, sorry that you have to do this every fifteen minutes, but uh, it's
3: okay. Uh, 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 drop it down. I'm sorry, Charles. We're just throwing you down to Geoffrey. De- just catch hold of the boy, Geoffrey. Oh, thank you.
2: Oh, well, I it does sound like metal, it? Very doesn't much it? Does, yes. I don't know why you made the boy jump off from the bridge as well. Uh, just to
3: to help you to shore. He's a, a trained lifeguard. Hold
2: on to my arm. Oh, I will. Thank you. Thank you, Whee! Charles. Oh, you are
1: a... Come are on, Jeffrey. Get back to work. Uh, Remember why you took this job. If yes. you don't earn enough money, you won't be able to marry Miriam.
2: Yes, Miriam, the most beautiful girl and the only girl for me. Ever since I met her at school when I was seven and she was seven, I haven't laid my eyes upon another girl. What? Well, I, oh, well, I, I have. I, I meant soulfully laid my eyes upon another girl.
1: Well, how do you lay your eyes soulfully?
2: You take one look at the girl you love, and then there's no one else in the world for you. Not even, not even a, a, a no one else. <laughs>
1: That's wonderful, Jeffy. Now here's another paintbrush. You should be doing it quicker than this, my lad.
2: Yeah, I'll try. I shall try, Mr. Musselwhite. I—I'll do it for you, but most of all, I'll—I'll I'll do it for Miri. Oh, oh no! Not Off again! Oh boy! Oh God!
3: <laughs> Mr. Quivers. Oh, hello. Has it been put in motion?
4: Of course. You know I never fail when I say I'm going to do something. That's the quiver's promise.
3: Yes, but I didn't, uh, wasn't sure if you'd had the time yet. You understand that time is most pressing in this issue.
4: Oh yes, time is most certainly of the essence. That's why I wear five watches. Hear them all tick in slight synchronicity. I can't wait to hear. Oh, there they go. Keep them all set seconds apart from one another. So, slight amounts. Tick, 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 tick. Like that, yes. It sounds like a centipede with five wooden legs crawling up your arm. Now, Mr. Quivers. Yes. The kingdom of Fife has ah. been much maligned for many a year now. Ah, and rightly so. No, not <laughs> rightly
3: so! I won't have that sort of talk from an employee of mine. I'm sorry. We've got to, we've got to do something about it, Mr. Quivers. I know. It's all I- too easy for people from Fife to escape. They get ideas. They think they should go to Edinburgh, where the streets are apparently paved with gold. <laughs> of course, they're not paved with gold at all. They're paved with gobbles
4: like everywhere else. <laughs> Although they do have those slight kind of gold bars that mark out where the city gates once were. Yes, they do have the gold bars. Just on mar- the Royal Mile by the World's End pub. Yes, uh? yes, everybody knows that they've got the gold bars on the Royal Mile. Well, by the some people
1: End pu- obviously don't. Gentlemen, here are, y- here are your morning newspapers and a coffee each. Oh, thank you. Is there anything else we at the club can do for you?
4: Uh, maybe a, a dance. <laughs>
1: Very well, here I go. Look at me dancing.
3: Uh, It's quite a wonderful dance, but if you wouldn't mind uh, hopping off, we're doing some evil plot. I mean, we're uh, discussing uh, improvements to um, the transport network. Ah,
1: I know exactly what you mean, sir. Do you? Yes. If you do,
3: I'll have to kill you.
1: Then I have no idea at all.
3: I suspect that that might be the case.
1: I will put a do-not-disturb sign on the lounge door.
3: Thank you awfully kindly. Now,
4: Mr. Quivers.
3: Yes, Lord Calico. (laughs) We've got to find some way to stop people leaving Fife for Edinburgh.
4: Well, of course, there are many routes out of Fife. Ah, there are many routes out of Fife
3: but no one wants to go all the way to stirling just to turn back to get to edinburgh no <laughs> going round that way is tedious people hate doing it well you have to change train and everything <laughs> and you never know which platform you're meant to go to and you get a terrible fankle and you ask a man in one of those high vigiles but they never seem to know what they're talking about ach no oh, yes. people from fife will never go in for such a palaver no People from Fife are simple. They're basic folk. They know
4: how to go in straight lines and straight lines alone. That's quite a summation of the whole populace, Lord Calico. Thank you. I've done quite a thorough study. Well, Lord Calico, could you suggest something? You seem far more knowledgeable about the Fife transport system than I. But you told me you were an expert on
3: the Fife transport system. You okay. told me
4: you'd done your PhD in, at, at St. Andrews on yes. the local transport system. Ah, but that was a PhD on the Fife transport system of the 1700s. Oh, go on, Mr. Quivers. Name two places in Fife. There's uh, the uh, Fife Waxworks, where all the lo- the famous people of Fife live. The uh, It's a terribly small waxworks. And then, of course, the, uh, the nightclub. The... The the firefly, It's like it's like the firefly, but they did a small pun on it. A very small pun,
3: Mr. Quivers.
4: As you know, Lord Calico, I spend all my time down the archery range. I I don't have much time for local matters. Do you spend your time there because your name is Mr. Quivers? Yes, that's, that's why.
3: Very unimaginative hobby there. Well, I for instance, don't spend all my time with Various uh, textiles, despite being named Lord Calico. Listen!
1: Excuse me, gentlemen, I was just listening outside the door with a glass. Uh, Were you?
3: For if you were, I will have to cut you limb from limb.
1: No, I was just passing by the door handle. I just wanted to ask you to stop blattering on.
3: Well, that seems reasonable. (laughs) Mr. Quivers, I have charged you with shutting down Fife's transport system. Okay. And that is all that needs
4: said about that.
1: Geoffrey, Geoffrey, when will I see you again? Oh, my sweet Geoffrey, you look just like this orange here. If I draw a little face on it, there we go. Face face of Jeffrey, all along. Jeffrey's face on some fruit. Fruit of Jeffrey, fruit.
5: Mummy, oh. can I have an orange? Oh, oh stop it, Tommy. It's got Jeffrey's face on it. You don't want to eat that. But that means it might be tasty. <laughs> you oh. always say that you wanted to eat Jeffrey's face.
3: Excuse me, madam. I could not help but notice that your child is from Britain. And I was wondering if you might prefer the new, improved. Kinder. <laughs> well,
1: well, tell me more.
2: Yes, we really are really efficient and we're good at mechanics. <laughs> they are hard.
3: W- they are hardworking, clean, and entirely house trained.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know, Tommy. What do you say?
5: I, I, I don't want to be German. <laughs>
1: I don't like wearing leather I'll tell you what, gentlemen, as soon as this plot has been tied up and everybody's gone home, I'll swap little Tommy for one of your German lads. Wonderful. What will happen to me? Oh, you'll just go somewhere else. Oh. German
3: children, sticking it to Tommy since 1841.
1: <laughs> oh, but Tommy, y- you know we have to be patient. I, I know it's hard for you to think of Geoffrey as more than just a friend. But He's my daddy. <laughs> oh, well... Apparently it's not hard at all. Very rapid progress you've been making with his affections. I'm glad you think so, Tommy, because me and Geoffrey are thinking of getting married. Yay. You're so easily won over, you good lad. Here, bring your head over here so I can ruffle your hair. Why are you ruffling my head against the door frame? (laughs) Because the door reminds me of Geoffrey, <laughs> because it's what he comes in and out of when he leaves and enters the house. Oh, oh! You caught my ear in the jam. Uh, I'm sorry. Geoffrey, <laughs> Geoffrey, is that you?
2: Yes. Hello. It's oh. me. I, I I'm sorry. I, I I got rather I got rather nervous that the door was so high up. Yes. Five steps to a door. I mean, <laughs> who thought of that? <laughs> We're above the ground floor. Yes, I know, I know. But you know how I get nervous, Miriam. Whenever I come round, I'm—I'm I'm sorry. I know, I know. Five—five five steps is hardly anything. But after I've been up that fourth bridge all day, everything seems high.
1: Oh, Geoffrey, here, leap into my arms and smother me with kisses.
2: Oh, I shall, Miriam, I shall. Oh, oh yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, sorry for this. Oh, mm, mmm, yeah, mmm, mm. I'm sorry, my lips are so dry at the moment.
1: Uh, yes, that's all right, Geoffrey. Well, uh, how are you getting along with the money? Let's see what you earn today.
2: Uh, I'll get it out for you. Here you are.
1: Well, that's it. I'm
2: I'm sorry. I I had to jump off the bridge, eighteen times today, <laughs> and then I had to run back up. I I lost half of my wages in the in the fourth.
1: Geoffrey, <laughs> well, if you don't collect enough money, my father won't let you marry me. I
2: know, Miriam. I know. But surely your father should see you through the through the. Financial travails that I'm suffering through?
1: No, not at all. He's found a rich banker called Steve. He says Really if time runs out and you haven't got enough money. How long have we got, Miriam? Two months. Two months. Two months? How am I going to earn enough in two months? No, we had two months initially. What? A month and three weeks have passed. Oh no! You could have told me this a month and three weeks ago. i oh, it slipped my mind when I was doing the washing up.
2: Why do you always forget things when you're washing up? I remember once I came home, you'd been washing up, and you called me Arthur for half an hour.
1: I thought I was Guinevere.
2: You did, you did, yeah. I mean, I really am starting to question the, uh, well, the, what, what washing-up liquid you use?
1: Yes. Jeffrey, you must have enough money. Look at Tommy, he's thin as a rake. Ah, I'm like a twig. Look. Earlier today, I spent all day thinking he was just a branch. Oh. I nearly put him on the fire. She rubbed me up against a bigger branch and tried
5: to make a spark, but I just got splinters.
2: I really think that washing up liquid might cause, might cause hallucinations.
1: Yes. Geoffrey, <laughs> I'm afraid Midian. I. Oh, what?
2: Miriam, I've been working as hard as I can, but damn it, I'm going to work as much harder. I, I I I will marry you if it's the last thing I do and it
1: Geoffrey, oh, that's not reassuring. That would mean you'd die right after the wedding. <laughs> uh, well, yes, it's true. If there's one thing I know, Geoffrey, I'd rather that you were alive somewhere and I was married to Steve. What? I just I don't want you to die.
2: Oh Miriam, that's the that's romantic in a in a way. But we will be married, Miriam. I I can feel it, I, I just need to find some money. Find some some money honestly but easily. Perhaps more easily than honestly. The, the two don't tend to go together as well. Or luckily or I'll find some money, Miriam. I I, I promise you. Okay, Jeffrey. I love
4: I, I, I love you. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm not allowed to say I love you until You've
3: got that money. All aboard the 517 to Edinburgh. Oh,
0: I'll
4: I'll just jump on, shall I?
3: (laughs) Oh, sir, looking to get yourself out of Fife,
4: are you? Uh, Quite wise,
3: quite wise. Yes,
4: just uh, hopping on for a ride. (whistles) Ah... That was quite loud. Do you have to blow it in my ear? Yes, uh, that's, uh, we just like to remind people how
3: unpleasant Fife is uh, before they leave.
4: Well, it feels good to leave.
3: Uh, rem- remember, as you're heading over the fourth road bridge to set your watch forward 400
4: years. Oh, well, I've, I've got five of them. Let me, uh, let me remember. Here we go. Here goes the first one. Oh, there we go. And now the second one. And the third, fourth, and fifth.
3: It's a quite an unusual noise for the <laughs>
4: changing of your watch. I thought of it more of a clacking sound, but apparently not.
3: So, uh, tell me, uh, why, why are you taking your trip to Edinburgh, sir, other than the obvious reasons?
4: Oh, well, you see, I love hunting. See this bow? I, I, I do see it, yes. If you just wind down that window there.
3: Uh, I can do that, yes. Here
4: goes. <laughs> One of those good old fashioned springy windows, yeah, sorry it did it, it, it oh it, no, no, i'm mistaken, apparently, it was my bowstring, <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just twanging it away oh, God, I, I got an arrow
5: in my chest dear Christ. oh oh, I should
4: have shot it out the window rather than at the seat next to me i'm 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 sorry, sir, oh. Not to worry. Now you've got a spare seat next to you for the rest of the Uh, journey. I'll put my bag on it and be very inconsiderate. (laughs) Well, uh, so you're off off to Edinburgh for for hunting? Well, yes. Mainly on the journey, I just fire arrows out the window and see what I can hit. (laughs) Then on the way back, I walk and pick them up. I see. And uh, how do you get them out of the fourth when you cross that, sir? It doesn't tend to matter. I never really hit anything. Uh, The train moves too fast. Oh, we like to have them moving fast, sir. That's why it's easier than walking. If I did hit something in the fourth, I suppose I'd swim back. With the help of that small lifeguard, Charles. He's quite helpful. Oh,
3: yes. He's a great little boy, Charles. The eight-year-old
4: lifeguard of the fourth.
3: (laughs) So, well, enjoy your trip to Edinburgh anyway, sir. Oh, thank
4: you. Uh, while you're there, could I get a hot chocolate? Uh, no. Oh. That's, that's very unkind. You got I suppose I'll just drink the puddled blood of the passenger next to me. You've got to understand, sir, that you're coming out of Fife. We've only just figured... <laughs> oh, it tastes horrible.
3: <laughs> We've only just figured out about fire. I think he may be... T- Type A,
4: B. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm an well, a, sir, uh, a C. it doesn't
3: go well. I'm off to administer some first aid, <laughs> and I'll uh, see you shortly. See you shortly.
1: Geoffrey! <laughs> Geoffrey there! Are. Yes,
2: yes, here I am. How is that
1: coming along, lad?
2: Well, I, I've almost finished, I, I think. I've only got uh, another few of the, uh, the, the top bits of the rail to go.
1: You'll be staying...
2: Oh no, here we go again. Oh,
1: it's uh, it's getting. Oh, it's getting. uh, The question throughout all of this is where am I standing?
2: (laughs) Sir, you really should take that blindfold off. I know that. uh,
1: (laughs) Well. Says (laughs) in the stage directions he
3: shouts from the side of the bank on his small barge.
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) You're always blindfolded on my barge, sir. Yes,
2: yes. (laughs) I know that it makes barging a lot more interesting, sir, but perhaps sometimes you should take it off and... and
1: Jeffrey, I, I've come to tell you you'll have to work through the night as well. Oh, the uh, night. Mr
3: Musselwhite, I've got to say to you, with only one man painting this bridge, certain areas of it have fallen into terrible disrepair.
1: Well, Frankie, he'll have to do that as well, then.
3: Uh, well, this, is, this is an endless job, like... Uh, 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 there's, some, uh, there's some real problems with the structural integrity.
1: Look, do I look like an engineer?
3: Well, uh, you look a little bit like an engineer, Mr. Musselwhite.
1: (laughs) Only in the sense that engineers have faces and hands.
3: Well, exactly.
1: But I was thinking more specifically. Do I look like I'm holding up a sign saying engineer? Well,
3: no, you don't look like you're holding up a sign saying engineer, Mr. Musselwhite. I was just saying that if certain repairs are not carried out soon, then there is real danger that this bridge may not last much longer.
1: Don't be ridiculous, man. The fourth rail bridge will last forever.
3: Oh, really? Forever? Is that what you think, Mr. Muscle White? Is that really what you think?
2: This is the 6 o'clock news. Reports from the town of Fife in Scotland have reported that there has been a huge exodus. There is now approximately seven people remaining in Fife. <laughs> Around 152,000 have, uh, have moved to the city of Edinburgh. To uh, interview him about it, we have got on the secretary for Scotland.
4: How are you? Uh, I'm afraid the secretary's fled, sir. To where? <laughs> he, he, jo- he joined the crowds. Oh, well, shouldn't have
2: based him in five, five, th- five, 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 I suppose. Uh, have you Your got face d- looks
4: like a tree. <laughs> I'm sorry, I suppose I've been doing far too much washing up.
2: <laughs> well, thank you very much, huh? We asked the Prime Minister's office for comment, and he said, fi, fi, fi. Uh, five, 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 five. That's what I've got written down, anyway. Uh, in, the, uh, in the rugby, there were uh, three tries and four kicks, uh, and South Africa lost by default. Uh, and in the weather, there was a lot of snow, but none of it landed on
0: the ground. And now for a short promotional message. You can see Racing Minds live as well as on the wireless. We'll be on in Brighton on the 4th of November and then every second Tuesday from December through to April at Upstairs at 3 and 10. And in London, you can catch us live in Tufnell Park at Aces and Eights Atmospheric Saloon Bar every second Tuesday of the month starting on the 20th of November.
1: Ridiculous! The fourth rail bridge is going to last forever!
3: Forever, Mr. Musselwhite. Is that what you think? Is
4: that what you really think? I'm there now, Lord Calico. Yes, hear my watches tick, so you know it's me. And tell and tell me, Mr. Quiver. Yes. Oh, what have you discovered? Oh, the train. It goes over the fourth bridge. That's what you've discovered.
3: (laughs) Yes. You've discovered that the railway train goes over the fourth rail
4: bridge. Yes. As I told you, I was only au fait with the transport in the 1700s. (laughs) Well, well, I don't know why I hired you. I should have done more research. Uh, For my arrow-shooting skills, of course. Look, I'm just firing one through a postbox now. Yeah, I'm amazing at aiming. Uh, I mean, uh, I'm sure you are, I'm Mr. I, I, Quivers. I put a stamp on the arrow. I, I posted it to someone I don't like, so when it gets put through the letterbox, it'll hit them. But
3: if you were going to go to their letterbox and fire it through, why did you bother paying for postage? Surely you would only do that if you wanted a postman to deliver the arrow.
4: Yes, that's what I want. I don't mean the person I want to kill is in the letterbox. This isn't Mr. Bean. Oh,
3: a post box, not a letter box. Yes. Sorry, I thought you'd find it into someone's house in a particularly brutal and callous home
1: invasion. (laughs) No. Excuse me, I just followed you here from the club to ask you to get back on track. Oh. Well, he's a very good
4: club butler.
3: Yes, he. I'm thinking that I should have hired
4: him instead of you. Well, you know what they say, quivers is the best. <laughs> it would be really helpful if there was some word that meant good that rhymed with quiver.
0: <laughs> Very few happier.
4: of them
3: say that, believe me, Mr. Quivers. Oh. Round here they say quivers is really bad.
4: Anyway, I've, I've figured out the plan. To stop people leaving Fife, we need some way of blocking the bridge.
3: Blocking the bridge yes oh, I don't think that will quite do, Mr. Crivers. What do you mean?: A blockage can be unblocked.
4: I don't know, you haven't seen my bathroom
3: <laughs> I, 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 uh, I'll try a
4: blockage can be unblocked.: I don't know. you haven't seen my kitchen sink. <laughs>
3: Sorry, Anna, we murdering
4: Sorry. Look,
3: I need something more def... Sorry, someone's just sneaked into my room. I think they're listening in on my conversation.
1: Sorry, sir. Just wanted to check if you wanted a glass of water.
3: Well, I bloody don't.
4: I- is he with you as well? Listen. Are there two of
1: him? No, no, just one.
4: The point that how- I am. How are you here and there? Shut up!
3: The point I am desperately trying to make is I need a more permanent solution. You mean? Yes, I mean.
2: (laughs) Oh dear, it's so dreadfully dark and I've got to finish painting this bridge. (laughs) Oh dear.
1: Uh, Uh, Geoffrey, Geoffrey, I didn't want to stay at home when I knew you were out working all night. Oh, Miriam. I left Tommy in a tree. Oh. <laughs> and look, you've, you've brought
2: a picnic. Oh, look. Bacon sandwiches. They're probably cold now, but oh, well, thought that counts. Jam sandwiches. Cakes. Dundee cakes. Eccles cakes. Bit of pop. Tea in a pot. Oh, you, you're the most romantic woman that I've ever known, and I've ever only known one woman. <laughs> and that's you.
1: Thank you, Jeffrey. Oh, Miriam. I'm uh. hoping with me as your muse, you can paint this whole bridge tonight.
2: Yes, Miriam. Lie like that. Lie with your eyes twinkling against the stars. Lie with your arm draped across your head like a curtain rail. Lie with your legs entwined like like ivy outside a posh hotel. You look as oh, as beautiful as you ever did, Miriam. As beautiful as you do in my dreams when I Fall asleep at work.
1: You fall asleep? You mean you care so little about getting married to me that you'll just lord off? I'm working
2: 23 hours a day. No man can do that. All right, Jeff. No man. No man. No man. No, Wait, Jeffrey. One more. No man. Oh,
1: Jeffrey!
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. Miriam, you're. You're right on the tracks.
1: Definitely my blouse. It's it's caught in the little Rayleigh thing! No! Miriam! Miriam, please! Jeffrey. Take my hand! Miriam! Ah. Uh. Miriam!
2: Miriam! Miriam, where have you gone? Miriam! Oh, I can't see you. Miriam! 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 Miriam, you've disappeared! There's no well, at least think it says Miriam again. No sign of a body, but where have you gone? Miriam!
4: It's always nice to announce my arrival.
3: <laughs> oh, um, uh, how can I help you there, sir? Uh, Uh Are you wanting to come into the zoo?
4: Oh, well, I can't very well see the animals from the outside, can I? Yes, but you might not have wanted to see the animals. That is true. Although I'm standing at your ticket booth.
3: Uh, What else could I
4: buy tickets for here?
3: Oh, you can buy tickets for lots of things here. It's not just the ticket booth for the zoo.
4: Oh, pray tell what else you sell.
3: Oh, we sell tickets to the street, uh, tickets to the dungeon, tickets to the sky. Judith, would you like to look at the sky? I'd
4: love to look at the sky.
3: Oh, well, that's £17.50.
4: Oh. Welcome to Edinburgh. <laughs> How extortionate. Oh, it's a good sky. Now I'd like a ticket for the zoo, please. Oh, yes. <laughs> Could I... Is it possible to see the sky inside the zoo? Oh,
3: yes, that ticket's valid all day. Oh, brilliant. (laughs) So, a ticket to the zoo, that'll be 214 silver pieces. (laughs) (laughs) Why not just chuck them all in at once?
4: Yes, there you go. (laughs) I think that's 214.
3: Oh, excellent, Sarah. This way, would you like a map? Is there any special animal that you're hoping to see at the zoo?
4: Oh... Just the big ones. Like, like like the giraffes. The giraffes are down that uh, way. Well I would call that a tall one. Well,
3: tall is at least a, a a fairly substantial aspect of big.
4: <laughs> I I think like big in context. Muster Quaverus. Like a fat ant is a big ant. Master Quivers, is not oh. you. Yes, hello. Mr. Colexico. No. Who, who's that? <laughs>
2: Mr. Calico sent me. Oh. He has known.
4: He told me that you wanted to find something really big. I know, I'm asking this man.
2: Well, there's only one animal in the zoo that's as big as a bridge.
4: (laughs) We all know what that is it's an elephant. An elephant as big as a bridge? Oh, That's
3: are you hoping to see an elephant? Uh, oh, we've got three.
4: Three elephants. Wow. How big are they? Like, oh. what's, what's their cubic meters meterage? Their cubic meterage.
3: They're roughly as big as a bridge.
4: <laughs> wow. Combined or individually, each as big as a bridge?
3: Uh, combined. Oh. They're not fully grown yet.
4: Oh, how big do they get? As big as a bridge. Oh, okay, so they're not as big as a bridge at the moment.
3: No, they're the third of the size of a bridge each.
4: Ah, that makes sense. That's exactly what Mr. Calippo wants, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Mr. Mr Squeezy Ice Lolly. Anyway, you go back and tell Mr. Capra's son that I'm doing his work. I'll tell Mr Colorado everything. Ah, uh, thank you. Give my regards to Mr colander <laughs> Oh, yes.
2: <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, this is this seems to be where the where the chain led. Uh, oh. uh, Miriam. Miriam. Miriam, has anyone seen a woman perhaps Miriam, Miriam, uh, has anyone seen a woman ad- uh, possibly attached to a train or, or dead on the front of one? Or uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh. oh, aren't yeah. you I adorable? I too saw oh. such a woman attached to the front of a
2: train. Uh, no matter. Oh. Would you like a replacement
3: for your woman?
2: Well, I'm not sure, but uh, what can you offer me? Well, we're
3: doing a rather fine line in 8 year This one in particular is handsome and erudite. He can play the cello to grade four. Yes.
2: Oh, are you possibly a German kind?
4: I am. I am kinder.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the plural, but I'll accept it anyway.
4: (laughs) I'm a conjoined twin. (laughs) Look, here's my brother. Oh, yes.
1: (laughs) In fact, so complex are these German children that they are like Russian dolls. You can just take off the top part and there's another one inside.
3: Yeah. Baumhaus und Frondegeider, making the finest
2: Ger- German children since 1814. Well, they really are adorable. And I'll definitely consider it if we're up for adoption later. But right now, I'd really have to find my wife. Miriam, Miriam, perhaps it led here. Yes. The Etimbrasu. <laughs>
3: All change, please. This is the terminus of uh, the Storm Edinburgh Zoo. We <laughs> decided to redirect the train <laughs> quite substantially, ploughed straight through Christoffen, and have ended up here. Uh, Thank you very much. That was a <laughs> fantastic journey. <laughs> we try our best here at ScotRail. Oh, uh,
0: well, I'll definitely be riding with you again. <laughs> oh. Well, Thank that makes so one.
3: <laughs> uh, oh, madam, you look quite uh, quite bedraggled. Uh,
1: oh, what am I? What's going on? Tommy, is that you? Hello. Oh, yeah. it was. Oh. You put
5: me in a tree, and a friendly owl carried me on its wings. I'm tiny. I'm like thin as a twig. It thought I was something for a nest. Oh, oh Tommy, here.
1: Come to my bosom. Oh... Oh, my lad. Comfy. I'm afraid I, I've had a terrible accident. Oh, no. Geoffrey, uh, Geoffrey, where can he be?
3: Well, uh, you it. might have just gone through that door. I'm not sure. Do you think so? No. Oh.
1: <laughs> Tommy, I've, I've had a knock on the head. I, I don't think I remember what's what anymore.
5: Do you remember this? No! <laughs> it's, it's... quite clearly an orange. Do you not remember this face? No! No, I've quite forgotten it. But you remember Daddy's name. Daddy? No, no my... Well, the person I call Daddy. No. The man that, that wants to marry you. No, oh, don't be ridiculous. I don't want to get married. You
1: do. To Jeffrey. (laughs) I'm so sorry, Tommy. I'm afraid you're having some funny thoughts. You must have been doing the washing up too much. Here, let's have a wander round the zoo to cheer you up, lad. Oh,
5: okay.
3: (laughs) Mr. Quivers, I've come down myself to make sure that everything is going to plan. The other man I sent was far too insubordinate. I'm a Ah. bloody lord, you know. Not just Mr. Calippo, or whoever it was he called me.
4: I know. I remonstrated with him over that, and definitely didn't join in. I have nothing but respect for your name. So, how are things proceeding, Mr. Quivers? They're proceeding well. I've discovered that Edinburgh Zoo has three elephants, each a third the size of a bridge. What bridge, they didn't specify, but a bridge all the same. And as everybody knows, all bridges are equal size.
3: Yes, the bridge, the standard imperial measurement of the kingdom of Fife.
4: <laughs> yes. And the with elephants. those
3: elephants, Mr.
4: Quiver, Yes. With those elephants, what is your plan? I'm going to lead them out of the zoo towards the bridge. <laughs> Everyone knows that something the size of a bridge can't support anything the weight of a bridge. So, if I put the elephants on top of the bridge, the bridge will crumble, the elephants will drop into the fourth, and then on my next Edinburgh to Fife hunting trip, I'll fire arrows in them.
3: (laughs) They might be big enough for an archer such as yourself to hit, Mr. Quivers. Thank you. It's a fantastic plan, but tell
4: me, how do you plan to smuggle them out of the zoo? I was going to disguise them as Edinburgh schoolgirls. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. no. (laughs) no.
3: Tell me, Mr. (laughs) (laughs) Gros. How, what are you planning to smuggle them out of the zoo?
4: I was going to put three holes in their side and pretend they're giant bowling balls. Well,
3: I suppose that'll have to do. Get on with it then Mr quivers, to the bridge
2: have you seen have you seen a woman anywhere she's a she's a oh she's got brown hair she's a, she's got a nose which is oh kind of yes human-
3: i've seen the very woman
2: <laughs> you have oh really. Where was she? Was, was she attached to some train or something? She, she had a terrible shock. She was ah, on the train. that's
3: right. She came in from, from the 517 from Fife. She had a little boy with her. She went off to see the zoo, discussing how much she loved a man called Steve and how little she remembered of any other gentleman.
2: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. My, my life is in tatters. Uh, but I, I can make her remember. if if she looks at me one more time, then perhaps she'll remember...
1: Uh, Miriam Miriam (laughs) Uh. Oh look Tommy Look at those giant bowling balls You've always wanted to go bowling haven't you Yeah Why don't we follow them They must lead to the bowling alley That's how they tempt you in When you (laughs) see a bowling ball go down the street It means you're getting near Who's that man with the ticking watches Oh it doesn't matter He's probably the bowling guy off we go.
3: Oh, there she goes there, son. Look, following those three giant bowling balls.
2: Oh, yes. <laughs> Goodness, one of the most famous attractions in Edinburgh. I'll, I'll, I'll run after her. I'll run. Oh, 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 oh. I love running. Look, my true passions. Oh, I'm running so fast. Miriam! medium medium medium, medium medium
4: come on, Dumbo, only a little bit further to go to the bridge oh, I'm sorry, you don't want to go to the bridge, well, what say you to this arrow in your backside?
3: He doesn't seem to say go. a lot
4: I on the third attempt, I got it after hitting your tusk. I hope I haven't chipped any.
3: No, Mr. Quivers, I want you to get those elephants onto that bridge. I want that bridge to crumble. And I don't want anything to go wrong. Oh, of understand. course
4: nothing will go wrong. Oh. Nothing can scare elephants. They're the biggest, bravest creatures in all of the world.
1: Tommy! Tommy, look! I've climbed on top! They're heading towards that long street thing. That must be the bowling alley. Ah, cool.
5: Maybe we can do a strike. Although I want to use the things you put the ball on top of and roll it down.
1: Well, I think we can. That's one there. Look, great big metal girders going up and then down again. Here, Mm. climb up, take my hand. Now our fate is directly linked Mm -hmm. to that of the elephants. (laughs) (laughs) What? What? What elephants? I mean bowling balls. Thank you. Bowling, bowling balls. It says, bow,
2: it, says, it, says, it says
5: bowling It says bowling, 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 bowling balls. Balls. Yes. Wow, I'm so excited. I've never been bowling. Oh, this bowling ball makes a funny noise.
3: Mr. Quivers, yes? why is there a woman and a child on the oh. elephant?
4: Oh, my God. It's, uh,
3: their fates are now directly linked, Mr. Quivers. Don't you see? Oh, no.
4: What a moral quandary. I do hope none of them have loved ones or people that they know who want to save them. I hope they're just replaceable people. Oh, poo. It's a train, Lord Calico. A train heading straight for the elephants. Oh, look,
1: those must be the pins, Tommy. Those long train-like things. Yay, let's hit them. Miriam, Miriam, get off there!
2: Those bowling balls look... What do they look like? They look more like elephants. They've got tusks. Come on, man! they made an elephant noise so recognizable that it is.
4: The elephants oh. are going to collide with the train. What but can we do, Lord Calico? Don't worry. That will do just fine. A train stroke elephant crash on that bridge.
3: It can never sustain it. So long as nothing diverts the course of the elephants,
2: we'll be fine. Jeffrey, think back to your days of animal biology. What is the one thing that scares elephants? Mice? No, that's too obvious. Uh, Oh my goodness. Oh, all of my pretties. I've been keeping you for the... for selling and racing all the time. But all my loves, my darling pets, go floppy, buxom, watership den man. Toothy, Bugs Bunny, go, go, fly, fly, scare those elephants, Lord scare Peter. them with your shorter ears the and longer ears, emotionally. Ele- Mr. Quivers,
3: the elephants are changing course, they're careening into the fourth. No.
0: No.
2: <laughs> Miriam. 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 M- 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 Miriam, 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 Miriam. Where are you? Goodness, have I lost you? You were on top of those elephants, and I can't kind have of lost.
5: <coughs> it's okay, Charlie. The lifeguard's got us. <laughs>
3: Thank you, Charles. Oh,
2: thank goodness. Oh, yes. Okay. Charles,
3: Charles, jump in and save Tommy and that, uh, and, and Miriam. I'll and go. If you fanci- <laughs> and if you have fancy having a small conversation with Tommy while you're there, oh. that would be fine.
5: Oh, hey, Charles.
3: Oh, hey, Tommy. We're really
4: similar.
5: Yeah, I know. So kind of I'm going to alter the pitch of my voice slightly. What do you like? I like racing.
4: That will do, too. Charles.
1: <laughs> I managed to stay afloat by clinging onto this twig. That's me! That's your son. I can't breathe. Who who are you?
2: Don't you remember me, Miriam? Look at me. Look at me. Don't you remember me? Look. I have the same ears as the thing I love second most in the world. Look how floppy and big they are. And look at his dimpled orange skin, Mummy. Look at my teeth protruding out so that I can eat carrots, my favorite food. But I don't resemble them as much as I as I love you. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. I'm the one who saved you. I saved you from those terrible fourth elephants. Those terrible creatures that were going to destroy the fourth. Oh.
1: Now I'm starting to remember. Yes! And look! The blood of those dying elephants has splattered all over the bridge! It's painted a glorious shade of red. Yes. Oh,
3: Mr. Musselwhite, look how glorious the bridge is. Uh, I think we're going to
2: have to give uh, Jeremy here, uh, Jeffrey here, a bonus. Yes, it does stipulate that in my contract.
1: Well, Lord, that would seem fair. Here you go, lad. Thank you. I have a thousand pounds, my house and my shoes.
2: Now, Miriam, we can can get married and we don't even have to think about a mortgage
1: or... Oh, shoes. Yes, Jeremy. Here, leap in my arms. I Kiss will. me like you've never kissed me before.
2: Okay. I oh.
3: think he kissed you oh. like no one's ever kissed anyone before.
2: Oh, Miriam. Miriam, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. Oh. Oh, Miriam, I think the two
3: of you are going to make a beautiful wedded couple. And, in the words of the Bible, go forth and multiply.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Tom Skelton, and Dougie Walker, with Tom Hodge on the piano and David Hughes on the Foley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk, like us on Facebook, or befriend us on Twitter. And if you've enjoyed this podcast, please do tell your friends and spread the word.